are now listening to the Chauvinist Pigs podcast, featuring thoughts and opinions about sports, music, women, politics, Chicago, and random chauvinistic shit. From the minds of Big Crown, I had to ride away a little bit. Shy Guy 705, and Old Man Logan. Kick back and listen. You drink the half the bottle, you think you still have love? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, all right. Episode forty of the Show This Pigs podcast. We took a week off, but uh, we back on the Grizzly. Fellas in the crib tonight. All of us is here. What's up, y'all? What's good? What's good? What's good? What up? What up? What up? That was so dry. So dry. Nigga, maybe you should start start off the episode one week, man. <laughs> Can't call him out, man. If you ain't ready to step up right, to the plate, man, it's no retail job. <laughs> <laughs> Put your best foot forward and shit. Tonight we have you know highly successful for this shit. We have a guest on this episode. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Ellen. Um, I des- I design for leaders, and I guess we're gonna go in depth into how I got my start and what I do now. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, you're a fat. Would you consider yourself a fashionista? Um, that, that term i guess but more of a graphic designer more of an artist okay. in, a, in that aspect yeah okay 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 so do you you, work, you say you work for leaders do you work for any other like dtlr villa or, or it's just leaders um okay so my main focus is leaders and um so i design like all their releases like you know every season fall spring summer all that stuff collaborations um yeah which includes like we did a collaboration with like sir madam um what else we a red bull um yeah but because of leaders i was able to um really start my freelance um as a graphic designer for other people mm-hmm. so i was able to design for a chance i was able to design for hebrew brantley um and like uh, in terms of clothes um i'm sorry i'm i started helping robotic minds with their rebrand so yeah i do a lot of like streetwear and design well that's dope that's dope so like somebody would come to you say hey i got an idea for a design you are the one to bring it to light yes Okay, okay. Actually, okay. a lot of kids came up to me and asked me for help on their yeah. brand starting out or, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. That's cool, that's cool, that's cool. You know what I mean? Um, congrats, congrats. You say what? Congrats, congrats. Congrats. Okay, okay. <laughs> hopefully zero, hopefully zero. Debt free, man. You gotta stay debt free. No, she went to Columbia. Oh. Columbia, get you clean yeah, over the fucking man. Man. From what university? Art Institute. <laughs> For what? From what university? Though um, I went to our institute, SAIC. Oh, okay. So, so you can like, you can like, you know, basically draw anything, right, or something like that. If somebody say, "I got an idea for something," I want like, let's say we we show me this pigs. We want to have a different type of pig design. You can mm-hmm. come up from scratch. What? How? How it goes? Yep, I actually helped Ron out with the design. Yeah. yeah. Um, he yeah. wanted. Um, I got mad shoes. Mm. With the S, you know, coming yeah. off, so it's like I got mad hose. You want it all in sh- like shoelaces? Yeah, that was really hard, I must say, to design because <laughs> I had to like literally redraw everything and actually yeah. make it look like it was all in shoelaces. Okay. Okay. I, I saw it. I'm like, damn! I, I, I saw it. it. Caught me how you know, yeah, the hose and shoes thing. That is dope, though. That's dope. Though. I didn't see it. <laughs> you see, you did. Didn't you send it in the uh, text? 
Yeah, yeah I did send it in a text. <laughs> he doesn't pay attention. Yeah. He's in the middle Pretty of cursing much. out the white man, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but no, even though the church she has on, she's like she hands you all the uh, like the Malcolm X. Oh yeah. The, yeah. Harold Washington. Yeah. Yeah. So at Leaders, we're doing this like. Um, capsule where like every season we're releasing another um like a hand-drawn black leader mm-hmm. like first it was malcolm x and then um getting might be getting this wrong okay so harold washington was after that and then muhammad ali and then we're doing mlk but with the mugshot okay so that's gonna be y'all gonna do Huey Newton? Somebody, I mean, or that's like a little <laughs> bit, that's like a little bit deep into the game. You know, so you want the the commercial black. Yeah, leaders. for sure. Like people that that are like really recognizable. Would have been just being Chicago. I mean, Fred Hampton would be I a good person to use. Okay, like for sure. Hampton. Okay, what about uh, who's, who's another one? Chicago. I was gonna say <laughs> Willie Washington, but he ain't did nothing for the city. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did something for the city. For the city. Oh, like on right before Thanksgiving, he was bailing out all the all the cats who just oh, had like okay. a low bond. Yeah, he bailed everybody out for Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. As long yeah. as you had like a felony and all shit like that. So that's who Jay Z got that from. He got it from Willie Ooh. Washington. Yeah, Willie, Willie was the one that first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. Man. So you ever have you Pretty ever? Guys. Made, did that you're good at drawing? I mean, because mm-hmm. have you ever thought about doing tattoos? Because basically, a lot of our tattoo artists would draw something on you, then just like, trace it. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, actually, people have hit me up on tattoos. I just you, never really yeah. <laughs> like designing them or yeah, like designing. Oh, okay, it. okay. Because um, I like the last tattoo I got, the guy just traced it on me and just yeah, put some deodorant on it and stuck it on my arm, <laughs> took it off, and then just going grand over what he traced. So it's like, it ain't how hard is it to do, but you know, if you, you got to have a steady hand, I'd be worried that, you know what I'm saying, if I'm doing a tattoo, if I hear something or something happen, then just fucking jerk or something and it's over with. Oh you know yeah, I'm, I'm way too scared to do yeah. that. Like, have something permanent on someone, that's mm-hmm. really scary to me. Oh, okay. So I'm okay. into more like drawing on shoes instead. Oh, that's dope, that's dope. <laughs> so do you, are you, are you going to end up getting your own line? Like, because I mean, I think that that would be dope because you, you can. Yeah. If you can just come up with designs and shit, you know what I'm saying? You can come up with some shit on your own. You won't have to go through leaders or anybody. I'm not saying nothing wrong with that, but I'm saying that eventually you're going to come up with your own line. Okay, yeah. I have a lot of stuff to say about that. First, I don't really want my own brand because I see... Uh, shout out to Corey Gelke, uh, founder of Leaders, and Diego Ross. Um, they put in so much work to have leaders established, and I've seen, like, everything that they gone through like lawsuits um or just like on paper you know like lawsuits um um like forever 21 trying to take our slogan you know stuff Mm -hmm. like that um you know paying for rent all this stuff like i i know how hard it is how much work it is to have a brand and like a lot of kids are coming up to me like hey can you help me design shirts um Mm -hmm. for my brand i'm trying to start out but the thing is everyone's trying to start their own brand right you know like it's kind of hard to make it on your own when everyone's doing the same thing so instead of having my own brand i thought it'd be cool to have my own like graphic design firm or something or like some kind of company a creative company that will you know help people out like emerging brands out Mm -hmm. instead of having my own brand itself i got you i got mm-hmm. you i got you that's dope that's dope that's dope that's dope well we thank you for you know contributing to us and what we do <laughs> for sure you know what i'm saying hopefully going forward we can all you know what i'm saying do do more stuff and you know move forward into 
the you know the sphere of you know creativity you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that's what's up you ever been on the podcast before you ever done podcasts no but i always wanted to yeah. actually yeah some people think that this is like a live show like you know what i'm saying you, where can i listen to it? old people like hey where can i listen to it at yeah you gotta wait a day you know <laughs> They don't realize that you know, what a podcast is. It's still, like I told people before, it's still a new thing. Even though it's not, you know, it's been around for years, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's still something that people are getting used to. And, you know what I mean? It's, it's good to have something for your creative juices, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So did you put podcasts in, like, stage two of hip-hop? <laughs> so stage we, two we, of... It's past for, like, it's past Sugar Hill Gang. Are we into, like, the message now? We like AOL Cool J. Well, people don't know, like, okay, hip hop is elements. It's different elements to hip hop. You know what I'm saying? But people just put hip hop is just rap and shit. You know what I'm saying? So it could, I mean, I think that eventually it will, but I don't think that they will allow it just to be connected to hip hop because you got so many different type of podcasts. I know that, but I'm not saying that it's like hip hop, but I'm saying like the stage at its age. Okay, it's in the hip hop. It's the emphasis stage. You think about the stage of hip hop, you started off from like. The end of dance music. What's that shit called? Disco. This shit, yeah, disco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to do the fucking the dance and shit. You're saying this shit like we on a video or something. Like yeah. started off from like that, then you get to like the Sugar Hill game, but it was still considered to be like disco to yeah. a certain extent. I got you, yeah. And yeah. then you the get the message to, like, came out. It was like, okay, it's getting real. Yeah, and then you get to like flashy. Yeah. Run DMC and shit like that. That's yeah. like I call that stage two. I got you. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's a little bit past stage two because. You think it's you the, run, the Run DMC stage? Nah, I think it's a little bit past that. So because playing, you, you think about people like Combat Jack and all them. They've been doing this shit for like 15 years. Internet radio, private radio, that was kind of like... Y'all remember Blog Talk Radio? Nah. It was something called Blog Talk Radio. It's still you know something that people use to broadcast their shows or whatever. That was kind of like the grassroots of where podcasts stem from and then it transitioned over into this into its own thing and it's kind of killed podcasts have kind of killed what uh, internet radio was mm-hmm. and it's taking the place of that so I, I think me personally I would say phase two was uh, was the, the internet radio and then now you got this you got the you know shiny soup man you got the, the Diddy era Mm-hmm. With the podcast, and because I feel victim to this myself, you can you can listen to Combat Jack and think, oh, okay, they they own, you know what I mean? They doing this and they doing big things, and you you will be disillusioned thinking that all right, this just happened overnight, and it didn't. Like they've been doing it, like I said, for fifteen years. They actually started with the internet radio stuff, mm-hmm. just going back to listen to backstory, uh, listening to premium premium Pete episode with uh, Chris Morrow. So that's me though. I, that's what I would say it is. Mm-hmm. All right, then well. Let's get into our topics, man. First topic, man. Obviously, the, what's going on in, in Charlottesville, Virginia, is the main, the main vein of of, 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 of of everything right now, man. It's crazy how uh, I guess it started where it was white was it white supremacists? They started. They had a rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, and what, what, what was, was it a white? Was a white? It was a white group. Was, was any specific group identified who started the rally? Was, I believe um, it was like a wanted like the white supremacists. Yeah, like a white supremacist type. I can't you know, we have that. a lot of groups where it's like, okay, this is X Y Z brand started this, you know, movement. I can't think of the dude's name. Um, David Duke. Hell no. KKK. It was um. Fuck. He's still alive. Yeah, he had an interview after it happened. It was saying that we're gonna fulfill what Trump has um started. You know what I'm saying? So. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> so, okay, the white—it it was a white—it was a white supremacist 
rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, saying white lives matter, white lives matter. And then they had a black group counter protesting their protest. So after the counter protest, in the middle of the counter protest happened, and some white guy, I guess, who was a part of the white protest, drove into a crowd. In a car? Yeah. 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 Drove into the crowd, hitting people back, back up. After he drove into the crowd, killing one, injuring nineteen. I think it was one that's dead. No, three dead. Three dead. Three oh, dead. Wow, really? Yeah. It's three dead. One. X amount injured. And that's um, crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, what's y'all, what's y'all, what's y'all opinion on that? Because I mean, when I first saw it, I didn't think it was. It's, I was like, damn, that's fucked up. But I didn't realize the severity of it because you know, I guess because of who it was and what and how and how it happened, they kind of put it out there in the media and the news a certain way it wasn't like you know because if it was a black a black you know uh somebody black who did it it would have been blown up all the pictures of the person who did it would have been all the place i had to dig to find the picture of the dude who did it the mm. white boy who did it yeah i just saw it earlier today exactly yeah. you know what i'm saying you like jeff foxworthy <laughs> he looked like, he looked like, yeah, he, he, he looked like a white boy <laughs> ain't no, who, 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 who had a chance of getting the girl basically oh, don't Church shooting up So a Dylan Roof type Yeah You didn't see the picture No And why is that All I seen was like Blacks on one side Whites on one side Exactly And, and why like A little bit of a brawl It kind of looked like When Busta Rhymes And them was fighting and shit Fighting Remy and them And higher learning and, and why is it that Okay people are not Seeing I mean why is it not Put out there to where we all can see what the hell is going on because somebody black was doing it mm-hmm. you, will, you, you will see it everywhere like uh remember the old dude chris dorn that cop who uh who was about to tell on um about to tell on some shit was in the texas that happened that they killed him they they they, they put him in that um in that in some play way that he burned to death remember chris dorn that black cop oh you talking about he was a cop he was a uh like an ex-marine Okay. Who yeah. went on like a little killing spree exactly. and then they cornered him. Yeah. And just, just like threw a grenade. Like his place shit was everywhere. You know what I'm saying? You saw him everywhere. You know what I'm saying? When that shit was going on. Not down. even that. If you go back to the guy that was like, they alleged, the guy they accused of doing the shooting in that Texas uh, shooting like last year. Oh, uh, yeah. The police officer, they just put a dude that they seen with an AK 47. Yeah. It wasn't the guy that yeah, did exactly. the shooting. Yeah. They just picked a picture up. of a guy with an AK 47 and said he the one that did it. Yeah. And then yeah. his brother and them had to come to the media like before they brought him from his safe wherever he was at like yo that's not him he wasn't yeah. the one Whoa. doing that because if they would have showed his face clearly they would have just killed him yeah. but they had to go behind the scenes his brother and them, his mother and them had to go to the press like that's not him yes he was here at the rally with oh. AK-47 but he actually went home so they actually got a picture of him out here now yeah. his yeah. name is uh, James Fields 20 years old right yeah wow that's crazy that's the dude that was driving the car right yeah. Yeah, I saw him earlier. So man, I was thinking about something earlier. I was like, man, okay, is it just like okay, it's our right to protest. Do they have a legit like okay? You do they have a right to protest? I understand that you know okay that what happened was fucked up, mm-hmm. but for them to go out there and protest and say white lives matter is that? I'm not. I, I agree that okay, damn. You know what I'm saying, right? What's you already have white privilege? How could you sit there and act like you know what I'm saying, right? You you are at a disadvantage, but. Do they have a right to just go out there and do what they and do what they did without us coming to come behind them to have a protest? Like, what's your point of view on that? Me specifically, or anybody? Oh. Right <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, like, kind of how you just put it, man. Uh, I guess 
they they feel like it's a disservice to them whenever you have to do um, affirmative action hires, and they look at that as as a form of uh, you know a disadvantage, I suppose. Um, do they have the right to voice their opinion? Yeah, I mean we get to voice our opinion, they get to voice their opinion. You know that's freedom of speech. It fall really under that. But when it gets, huh? Do we really get to voice our opinion? Truthfully. That it that that's yeah, that's upon uh, you know what I'm saying. Happen, but I have seen it. Yeah. I remember like when I was working downtown, and it would at the Laquan McDonald situation, they had a protest. They was like people every like a few blocks, they would stop and they would lie down in the street. Which I was on the bus and shit. I'm trying to get home. I had to pee, but they stopped the traffic, <laughs> and it was like you know the police wasn't like making them get up. Right. They were respecting a peaceful protest. So I guess a protest could be a protest no matter who's doing it. And one thing I I can say I like the protest. I'm not I did not like the protest that they were doing. But mm-hmm. they did have like sheets and shit on. They like they did have their faces out. And I'm trying to say I don't know if it was like a white supremacy rally or is it a white lives matter or so all lives matter protest? What was their protest? Are there is their protest strictly towards all lives matter or is their protest no, towards it was, like was it pro white white power? It was like some white power. It was so it was a pro white pro uh right. I'm trying white, to find uh, the rap. guy that started it because I saw a video of actually um, white protesters chasing him away when he was trying to have a press conference about it. Okay. And I did see it. Like, they had a picture of a guy. It wasn't like fake news. I saw it on CNN. And one of the guys that was with them was actually one of the professors at the school. Mm-hmm. So they was calling for his resignation from the school. Mm-hmm. So what's your point of view on it? I mean, now, what, what's, what's your... Ethnic, ethnic, what's your ethnic? Ethnicity. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying ethnic group. I'm just saying ethnic group. My bad. What's your ethnicity? <laughs> ethnicity. Okay. I'm just saying, I had ethnic group in my mind for some reason. Um, I'm Chinese. My parents are Chinese immigrants. Um, but I was born here. And, well, I can only talk about what I understand about, like, my point of view. Mm. So it's really interesting to view this as, like, you know, see all these issues as like a bird's eye view but like I'm with you guys you know like I'm a minority as well but um, yeah it's just really difficult to say like you're bringing up really uh, powerful questions yeah um, yeah but okay so the issue I have with Asian Americans and this is why I've been trying to you know be like a voice for you know my people is because I feel like my group doesn't really have voice of their own like they try to like stay low you know they don't want to get into like anything um political or they just don't want to piss people off you know okay. like we're just trying to work hard we're trying to be like good citizens here um but like at my point of view i was just actually talking to my friend about this um being um different in the u.s I always feel like I am a foreigner, no matter where I go. Like I feel like people see me as a foreigner here in the U.S. You know, even though this is my home. And mm-hmm. but then if I go to Asia, they see me as an American. So it's like, oh, wow. yeah. So it's really yeah. hard yeah. Yeah. for yeah. us because we're always seen as this like perpetual foreigner. Yeah. And yeah. that's, I guess, that's a struggle that we have to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, do you think that? Um, okay, so let me ask you something. Do you mm-hmm. ha- do you go to Chinatown? Yes. And how are you? How is it? How how are you? How do you interact in Chinatown? Do you do people look at you like you're an American? Like the same thing you were saying. Like okay, you're not necessarily uh, entrenched in who we are here. Mm-hmm. You're more or less, you know, uh, American. You know, Chinese Chinese lady. 
Okay, I have two what? things to say. <laughs> what I'm saying, I'm, I'm just saying that. What? Does she, does she, get, is she interact? Like, like, do they, do they look at you and accept you in Chinatown? Um. Okay. So I feel like all the Chinese people in Chinatown are more Cantonese. So mm-hmm. they're even a different group of Chinese than I am. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. So there's like even like different borders within like the whole Asian American community. See, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it will be. It's it's easy for me to sit there and say, okay, if you go to, if you go to Chinatown, mm-hmm. they just look at you like, hey, come on in, sis. You know, you know, you one of us. You look like us. You one <laughs> of us. It's easy for me to assume that because yeah. I think most people would. Like yeah, exactly. you know, what I'm saying like like my parents. You know, what I'm saying they think that all all they don't differentiate. Chinese, Japanese, mm-hmm. they don't dis- so they don't differentiate. They they, they, they all the same. Filipino. They call they call them Japs. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. What the fuck is Pearl Harbor? They call them Japs. Yeah. They be like they Japs. That's just that's just how they are. Wait a minute. They from the south. Don't they know that's like calling us the M word? Bro, they don't. Yeah. It's no different. God Anybody damn. with a slant eye is a Jap. That's how they that's how they view it. Because they're so much older. The, the, the damn. <laughs> but it's not like the way she explained it is the way that you explained it. If you was to go to Africa, they would look at you like you're not from here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, or true. when they when they're here and they're speaking to you, they don't speak it to you like brother. I mean, yeah, they're that's like, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and it's fucked up. I understand it. You know, what I'm saying the older I've gotten, I've had to, I, I've happened to understand that being a working around and talking to different different type of people you have mm-hmm. to be understanding of who they are and where they're from mm-hmm. you know yeah, what I'm saying for sure. exactly so yeah that's, I, 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 I wanted I wanted things I used to work in Chinatown and, oh um, really yeah I used to live a mail down there I was, I was like, about to say what the fuck was you doing over there? <laughs> exactly you know what I'm saying <laughs> what the fuck was over there making friends they were getting tattoos and shit and they the coolest they the coolest people just like you say like the lay low they don't I never yeah. I never see any of them argue like you know what I'm saying right a lot of them they live together in the same house you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. at least 10 it's been the minimum was five or six and one and one and one living dwelling. Oh you wow, know what I'm saying? that's crazy! But you know they made that's it smart. work. They make it work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so I, you ate at Evergreen before? You said what? You ate at Evergreen before? Uh, but okay, now the, the flip side <laughs> to being in Chinatown <laughs> is that I was able to every day see the process of them doing what they do when they you know cook their food and whatnot. I was able to I, I delivered to back doors and stuff. Okay. And it's like okay, anybody can walk in and just and. and and throw fucking shit on on a chicken if they oh, wanted to. Oh wow! Okay. They, they, they didn't have any That's type crazy. of safeguards yeah. for cooking their food, so I said, "No, I'm not eating that one." <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's hey. But hey, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. If, if that's how they, you know, but you got that box of cereal together, mm-hmm. and that's how, and that's what they do. <laughs> who, who am I to say they're wrong? You know, but what you got that damn box I just of cereal. Not indulge in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you indulging in this damn cereal. <laughs> over there. I know, right? The motherfuckers probably doing the same shit in the American factories, right? Cheerios and shit. You went to the uh, Tasty House over there, the ice cream place? Where they do the rolled ice cream? No, I, I've never eaten one thing over there, to be honest with you. I, it's I, pretty good. We should check it out. It's, uh, they got like a little. They yeah, make we should all go to dinner. The ice cream <laughs> over there. <laughs> But I mean, they have big. I mean, now they don't. You know, they don't. They, they don't. A little really flat top, okay. <laughs> a flat top, like stir fry shit. You know, Nikki's in Hyde Park or some shit, man. That's why I usually oh, go, man. God, so, it's you so don't like, gross. You don't like Nikki's? I can get like the best Chinese food at home. Why would I go to Nikki's? Which is like, that's like us with soul food. Versus like going to like PJ's Market to get your mac and cheese. Same. Nah. Wow. Okay. That's the spread I'm talking about. I'm gonna tell your moms to put that spread out. <laughs> Shit, I'm tired of eating that goddamn. I had some today. I ate some fucking with the what they call fried rice from Panda Express. Oh the shit was like God. they steamed it, motherfucker. That ain't even fried. That shit trash. <laughs> and why I got peas in it? 
That shit is Candy trash. Express is like McDonald's. So <laughs> that's that's, that's not real. That <laughs> so what's your favorite uh, dish from your uh, your culture? Oh my god, it's crazy because China is so big. I feel like we as a country have more different kinds of dishes, different kinds of food because yeah. of how like like huge the country is than like European food. You know, mm-hmm. because like the north northern food is totally different from like southern and then like once you hit like near the middle east just totally different and then like the coast areas you know okay so what's the difference between the mandarin style and the cantonese style (laughs) um i think mandarin's okay so cantonese is more like hong kong area so they have more like sweets more um i think they have more seafood okay um yeah but then like where i'm from we're from the north so you know soy is a huge part of our um okay. meal yeah. so like everything is like super flavorful exactly. lots of sauces yeah. you know like very heavy <laughs> type yeah. foods yeah yeah that soy yeah, yeah. I, i've gotten to understand soy the nutrition of soy is not really good well for men in general yeah you know what i'm saying because <laughs> yeah it, boosts, a lot of sodium. It, it, it kills out the testosterone it boosts your um you know estrogen so soy is not a good thing in my so opinion soy will give you a veg <laughs> Soy make you grow man women women breasts. <laughs> I think that's a myth. Soy soy preserves soy preserves. Yeah. I mean, but and they live a lot longer. Yeah, a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, right? If you grew up, that's in your culture and that's how oh, you grew yeah, up. Oh yeah, for sure. That, like, yeah, your DNA is different. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like us, you know us. Not say us, but I'm saying more or less black people grew up with you know more you know southern food and stuff like that and that's in your dna too you know what i'm saying but oh, when you, yeah, switch, you switch that up when you're 30 true. 40 years old it fucks up your body you know what i'm saying like it's asians deep. can take carbs really really well and they live longer than this so i, I mean that's why we have so many like, noodles rices in our diet yeah. because we can handle it high starches and carbs and shit. but yeah. then like if you know another race tries to do our diet it doesn't really work out i was gonna try i was interested in trying it you skinny, man. You can pretty much eat anything. You I know, man. I shit. love it. I but our love healthy, it. our healthy foods are really good for you. Yeah. Like we have a lot of vegetables, stuff like that. Stir fry, sure. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Do you travel there often? What's that? Have you been there often, like a lot? I go back like every three to four years. It's crazy How is it out over there? there. How is it like touristy, tourist wise? Like, is it like? Because everybody over there, everybody over there speak English. I've noticed that. Like when we, when we go other places, we don't speak shit. But everybody always speaks English. Because we got um. arrogant as American. <coughs> you know, we arrogant as hell as Americans. We ain't learning shit else. We ain't trying to. <laughs> this is true. I always say that shit. But if you can learn no Spanish, nah, man. You know, this is America, man. I ain't gonna learn that shit. <laughs> <laughs> See? I don't care what we do. Do you feel like, do you feel like that helps, though, if you do? Or if I do? it's like, hey, I'm, they in America, they need to learn this language. Is that the stance on I it? Or? A, I, don't have a, I, don't have a, I don't care. Mad person, like I just, I don't, I can't learn anything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. It's just too hard. <laughs> so no Rosetta Stone for Rallo. Like, Spanish is the easiest thing to learn. Get Duolingo, man. Yeah. Get what? What's it called, Duolingo? Nah, man. He got Duolingo. He got English and he got slang. I do. That's money. That's right there. And I got English slang and white man. Slang enough. Yeah, it always speaks <laughs> white man. What the fuck is white man? You gotta speak white man, huh? What the fuck is white man? Hey, hello. How you doing? When you want to get a job, you speak white man. Exactly when you with the homies, it's, it's a little bit of regular mixed with some ebonics. Like I just told you, I just found out what trolling was last week. 
You know what trolling was? No, I thought it was a fucking troll. With the wrong <laughs> <laughs> so Chicago nigga for real. <laughs> so okay, how far is from where you uh, your people from in North Korea? Uh, <laughs> like, that's a whole different like. Uh, give, give, give me, give, give me a quick stick of the map. Man. No, give me a quick. <laughs> I don't know. God, God damn. Give me a quick <laughs> geography. Give me a quick. Geography was how many years ago? See. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you got a smartphone, bro. Bring that shit up right quick. No, I want to somebody who been closer to me. I ain't never been that. I ain't never been that close. Um, he's just fucking huge. I'm saying, okay, shit bigger than a man. Okay, so um, to be honest, so the province that my family's from mm-hmm. kind of sticks out of China, so it's pretty close to Korea, like South Korea, I believe. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> So, okay, so North Korea is, like, in between of, like, the most northern part of China and okay. South Korea. Okay. So that's why a lot of, like, North Koreans, like, escape to China, you know? Okay, okay. Now, it's China, the easiest route. Now, China internet is not regulated like North Korea is, or is it? They got completely different ones. They got their own social uh, media. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. China, um, I yeah. can talk about this. So, okay, so I went back one time in middle school and one time in high school. So... In middle school, I went to China. Um, we could go on like YouTube, Facebook, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I took a trip to Beijing, and when I came back to my parents' hometown, yeah. everything was blocked, and we were like, "What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> like, why? Why is YouTube blocked? You know, yeah. like, come on, I'm in seventh grade. Like, yeah. I, I need to exactly. like entertain myself. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like, we're just like with the family the whole time. Like, yeah. I need some English, yeah, <laughs> but." But then we found out, like, oh, wow, the government blocked everything. Wow. And then when I went back again, they blocked Google, Gmail. So I had a hard wow. time, like, emailing people, yeah. like, back home. So, um, like, like, so what's, like, I mean, so what can you do? Like, what can you do? They got their own social media. Yeah, I, so, I downloaded okay, it. so they, there, there is a VPN, virtual private networking, Network, yeah. where you can, like, block all that. And then you can do whatever you want, yeah. Yeah. Because they have that here now where, like, now... Like if you're trying to get Cody and the shows and stuff, you can they can they can kind of tell now if you if you yeah they can track you stuff. down, yeah. but you can if you're on the VPN, you can you know go on you know and do some black like market shit or something. Yeah, basically, it's like, yeah. It's like, so is it legal? <laughs> it's, 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 I don't mean with your Cody shit. I mean like if you was in China and okay. you're doing this shit, it's illegal, yeah. but everyone does it. Yeah, type thing. So they don't care. It's like marijuana. <laughs> it's like yeah. having a hot box. Okay. Like, don't don't yeah, exactly. smoke in Asia because like you will get box. arrested. You can't smoke. <laughs> smoke like marijuana, right? Don't yeah, say they they see marijuana the same as like heroin in Damn. Asia. It's crazy. Damn. Jackie Chan's son got arrested for it. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so are they selling it? The same no, way yeah, they're selling man. it here? What's your shower with Jackie Chan? Like. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to go to the store and nobody's like, yo. Don't come at me like that, man. I love Kung Fu movies. So then nobody like Salt Buck Loud when you're going in the store. You're going to get a soda. Nobody got Salt Buck Loud. That may be the market to go to there. No, it's like legit jail time. You're caught. You go to jail over there, bro. It's a wreck. Hard time. Well, that's not hard time. Hard time, man. Like literally slavery over there. What the fuck? We just saw that 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 post you made today was very insightful. Which one? What old boy that played MC Hammer? What? Oh yeah, yeah. What's the how you said? Romano. Dude, that was in like Think Like a Man, the ball guy. Yeah. Forty over. You on my nigga shit. You won't be on my nigga shit. Me on my niggas. He played Hammer, basically. Yeah, I call him MC Hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So you team black, right? You rolling with us in this war that's going on with Trump, right? 
Team black, right? I have something to say about that. Okay, so recently I just uh, listened to an interview with Bobby Hundreds. He built the Hundreds brand in mm-hmm. LA. Okay. You know about him? I've heard of it. I've heard of his name. Okay, yeah. So he's this Korean American and he grew up like, you know, he's like in his 30s or something. He grew up in the 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how him growing up. Um, there wasn't like this huge Asian American community, so you have to basically assimilate yourself into yeah. white culture or yeah. black culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. he was just saying like, yeah, like my brother went to <laughs> went towards black culture and I went towards like white culture, and like he was listening to like metal while like his brother was listening to like hip hop. Yeah, because yeah. like we don't have, I guess, our own culture in the U.S. So mm-hmm. we, I feel like a lot of these kids are trying to like find their group. Mm-hmm. So they go like one or the other. I, got a I think it's a little bit that. of both though. Like I see a lot of oh yeah, a lot sure. of like Asian culture mixes well with hip hop culture, mm-hmm. which brings them together. Yeah, yeah. No yeah now like, we're like starting to like getting our own voices yeah. and like. Yeah. you we all watch uh, fresh off the boat? <laughs> that's my shit. That, that shit funny as hell, man. I love this going to like Walmart. Man. Man. It's, a current, it's a current show. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's like Blackish. It's on ABC or yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. like Blackish, but it's for like yeah. uh, I can't think of what he is. Uh, is he like Chinese or yeah, he's Chinese. Yeah, I think it's Chinese. It's yeah. about this uh, chef Eddie Huang, and yeah. he's super like hip hop, and you g- grew up in like Florida. Okay. It's talking about like his family situation, but yeah. like very like comedic like abc family yeah. type way yeah. you know it's a good show though yeah it's- yeah talks about like a lot of good issues you know one thing i know is about a lot of asians though you know what I'm saying asians wear official mics though <laughs> asians wear official jordans that's true Me- mexicans wear they have their own <laughs> mexicans have mexican jordans I asians they like right official <laughs> yeah, exactly that come from the like she said though that's that's I mean, that authentic I mean, hip-hop is pay scale extremely high what do you mean in, in asia because no shit, G. I was working at the fashion outlets mall. All the Asian Asians come through and just drop in oh. Doja. Okay, I, I, okay, okay. like, I work here. <laughs> yeah, I can't afford this shit. And they come in with like, oh, I know what they got yeah, all the Jordans. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They go to Target, they go to Gucci store, and I'm like, do y'all work here? Because I ain't getting these wages. Okay. And I'm talking to them, and they don't speak no fucking English to me. So I'm like, where's the money, bro? I get it, like, it's talking about on Black Friday. That line was long than the motherfucker. I swear to God, they Detroit Birch, Gucci, Nike, and they come up to me. I'm looking at the outlet store at Nike time, at the Nike work at the outlet. At the outlet at the time, and they come up to me with the phone, like, pointing at Yeezys, like, no. <laughs> we don't sell that shit here. <laughs> I'm telling him like, they make the shit over there. Why don't you just go get it from them? Be the first of the source. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Cut the middleman. Be fucking up my nigga Frank Lucas. Okay, the duties like if you buy something in Asia, you bring it to the United States, you, you basically might as well buy it here because it's like a that fee that they charge you is basically the price of the damn shoe if you buy it here. But where the money at? Okay, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Yeah, okay. I know a guy used to do in the army. He said, that, "Man, he had to pay so much to you know oh, to get it over." Yeah, to get it over here from mm-hmm. over there because it is cheap over there. Yeah. Right. The difference is what you gonna pay here. Okay, mm-hmm. so say twenty dollars something like that. What's happening is that all these millionaire government people are sending their kids over here to go to school, go to mm-hmm. college. Um, so that's so basically the riches of the rich are able to afford to send their kids to the U.S. to get a good education. So when they go back, or they can stay here, but they'll have basically guaranteed a good job. 
Yeah. So it's basically these rich, <laughs> like okay. wealthy. I, I was people. wondering what the fuck was going on. It was like an explosion, and I'm looking like, yep. And hey do, man, and do a lot of them get like you know like uh, like free rides because of because of their ethnicity? Like, okay, you. You're, you're, I don't think so. Okay, because it's, it's affirmative no action goes against us because since so many Asians are in like all all, all the colleges, the um, it hurts us yeah. and and then hurts the white people. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, so would they say that the educational system is better here than it is in China? They I was just about here. to ask They do it better? Yeah. They you know, see y'all are smarter over there. That's what I thought, right? <laughs> smarter than Americans. They Thank see Ameri- American things as like the golden standard. That's why you have like all these kids buying like American brands mm-hmm. coming to American schools because they view it as the top. So if my college <laughs> degree in English, I can go over there and get the bag? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. I, I shit. guess so. I guess, leave, I guess the cap- capitalism in America is just, it's just <laughs> like the major. It's, it's so much. You gonna work all them days in school? Huh? <laughs> don't they don't don't they go to school like six days a week over there? I heard they go. Year no, 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 I'm just saying. I already have oh, a degree, yeah, yeah. so I don't need a degree per se. No, but you would be teaching. So I'm teaching shit. I'm just showing the fuck up with a degree. <laughs> You're just showing up with a degree. If you're going over here to teach English, you're going to be in the school. Said, teach English because I don't speak Chinese. Bro, he's saying he's going over there to get a goddamn job. Just, you're just going over there to get the job. He not the talking same job I got here, he I'm ain't talking about teaching. He just <laughs> want the bag. I just want the bag. That's all. I'm, I'm just trying to secure the bag. That's a good point that you bring up because in Asia, it's too, it's a highly competitive um, culture. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have to get into a good, like preschool to get into good middle school to get mm-hmm. into good high school to get into a good college you know that's why the suicide rates are so high because like everything's based off of like one test that determines your whole life wow. that's yeah, why they're like that. sending kids over that. here mm-hmm. because like it's less competitive i guess in their eyes yeah crazy. we lazy as fuck it's okay no, so. <laughs> no it is it is less, it's less competitive it's definitely less competitive a lot of classes they still like you come on back bro i wrote a letter to find a bullshit letter to financial aid saying i would get my gpa better they like they told me like you like just write a, just write a letter go in a, go in a room write a letter and just bring it back. I did it. That shit was like four sentences. <laughs> are you serious? Damn, yeah, are you serious? serious? Like readmitted. Nigga, I did one of them. I had I wrote some goddamn pages for no, that shit. I didn't even type this motherfucker, bro. I literally wrote it, and I didn't have like no paper with lines on it. I wrote it on some shit came out the copier. I put a little heart in that paper. It looked like Drake's album it was like nothing. In the room. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, they was like yeah, you good, bro. That's some bullshit. Wow. I put a little heart in that damn paper. <laughs> wow! But yeah, I love nowhere. I love talking about like Man. culture, cultural differences, and like it's really interesting to see like how people act based on like what culture they came from or like mm. their background. I'm so into that. So nice. is it so is like so is it different languages over in China? So? Oh yeah, for sure. So you like, can't go everywhere and actually be able to communicate with everyone. Um, is it like that? It's interesting that um, the whole Chinese language like writing is all the mm. same. But like spoken language, mm. there's like it varies, a right? bunch. Yeah. <laughs> like you have like the main Mandarin Cantonese, but then like if you go to like different villages, like Shanghai has its own language, yeah. basically. Yeah, so like different little like provinces have their own like yeah, like yeah. slang, you know. Yeah. Are you, you can actually, so you gonna um, are you gonna you consider yourself like a, are you gonna be in Chicago? Are you gonna move somewhere? You, you have bigger goal to go somewhere like a bigger city to get your you know design. <laughs> And everything going forward. Um, so in college, I thought you know, like once I graduate, I'm going, I'm going to New York or LA. Mm-hmm. But now, like since I'm starting to make like, like a good network for myself, I'm like, mm-hmm. I, ha- I have to stay here. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm already building my name out here. Like, yeah. I, I right. have to stay. Like, how do you feel about the market then too? Like that's another thing I see about Ooh. Chicago. I feel it's like 
when you're living in Chicago, we're in the middle of everything. It's a it's, building market, really though. Like, it's not that build. It's just that we're so far away from. Yeah. The bag. I'm just gonna use the bag. <laughs> but like she said, though, she's okay. You're cultivating your brand, right? So you're mm-hmm. building your network here. It's with with the emergence of just like social media as a whole. You can make connects with a person yeah. in New York. You yeah. can make connects with a person yeah. in LA. Yeah. So it's really just a matter of a DM. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we want you to come do this for us. So we, you know, and 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 you're there. If you jump on a plane, you're there. Got a bag. I was listening to uh, <laughs> You're talking about the bag The bag, the bag, the bag, bag. I'm talking to the bag Is she getting to the bag That's what I'm saying like, I'm saying like Chicago It kind of fucks up the bag we, The bag is not fucked up in we Chicago talk about the bag Chicago is an emerging Is an emerging market I've, I've, I've monitored I've just listened to the brilliant idiots Charlemagne talking about fucking Chicago in every other episode. Yeah, about killing motherfuckers. That's, no, but do, do you think that's a coincidence, though? No, People are podcast. Do you think it's a coincidence, though? Bro, every time I go out of town, I just went out of town to Cincinnati. I went to Nashville a couple of weeks ago, also. And the first thing when you say you from Chicago, they think you crazy. First thing you come out the yeah. office. How did you make it through the 4th of July? <laughs> but let's be honest, though. Let's be honest, though, here for a second, though. Hasn't Chicago always had that kind of yeah, reputation? Notorious ass you go anywhere. You from we Chicago? Like it used to be Can You Footwork, though. Nah. <laughs> it's always, no, bro. I don't know about that. Back in the day, you would go, like, <laughs> I went to a school. You might look like one of them brothers that footwork. That's why they asked me that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't footwork, so they're not asking me like a footwork. <laughs> Yeah. But, work but it's all not so you might look like one of them brothers can footwork. That's, that's you know. Okay, so don't dance. But, that, but it's it, that's always been a sensationalized thing. When you go somewhere else, they're like, "Oh, you're from Chicago? You can even go to New York." Yep. And they're like, yeah. "You're from Chicago?" Yeah, I like, went to L.A. and people were like, "Oh shit, yeah. you're from yeah. outside of Chicago." They think you a damn fool. <laughs> it's like it's a badge of honor to be from Chicago, bro. Like yeah, like this a fucking honor. Like you don't feel like kind of pride when somebody be like, "Damn, you from Chicago?" You don't feel no, like nigga. Gosh, yeah, I felt a certain way when that shit happened to me. <laughs> oh, girl, this nigga fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I know what you're talking about. When you was in uh, Orlando, when I went to Miami, yeah, I had about eight checks run up on me. This motherfucker crazy. He from the shot. He from the shot. Nah, dude, I'm cool. I don't like that shit. <laughs> so, are we living on the south side? Yeah, I was born and raised in High Park. Okay, okay. Yeah, nice. Nice. my whole life. Yeah, so you can you can actually claim Chicago. A lot yeah, of exactly. Like, yeah, yeah she didn't think, think, think of it. She didn't think of it. Yeah, true. Can what? Yeah. No, I went to lab. I went to school with the Obama kids. Where is that at? Oh. Yeah. Where is that at? University of Chicago Lab School. Oh, you went to the, okay. You said yeah. lab. I'm like, what the hell is lab? What's Sasha? Malaya? <laughs> <laughs> so, so have you ever seen our prestige, Mr. Barack Obama? Fuck him, man. He ain't do shit with black people, man. Damn. Here he go. Tell him why you mad. Seriously, dude. I done came around. Tell him why you mad. Man, look. I, I ain't saying fuck. Fuck, I am saying fuck Barack, but... I don't want to dis. Why? I don't want to disrespect him. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say this. I don't want to disrespect him because I respect him. You as just a did. But hold on. Let me say this. Okay. I feel as though. Okay. Damn, man. These motherfuckers step up. The shit that's going on in this country now. You gonna sit there and you was the president. Ain't gonna say nothing. I'm just saying. Ain't nothing you could do. But still be a man behind it. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker gonna sit there and talk shit about you. Talking about Barack is the cause of this, cause of that. Mm-hmm. I would have stepped up and said, look, man, look, this motherfucker crazy. I know that shit. What's going on? Wait, but wait, I feel wait, like he's wait. Been wait. Saying that. Wait it's a just, minute. I ain't heard him say nothing. Hold on, mm-hmm. wait. He could be looking at it too. Like, y'all motherfuckers know the results. I ain't got to say shit. When you fucking 
Innocent. You ain't got to say nothing. What are we talking about? What what uh, Trump been saying about him? I'm talking about Obama. Somebody, what, what's the point of defending yourself? That's what I'm saying. Like, what well, Trump been? Yeah. What's the point of defending yourself if the proof is in the pudding already? Oh, okay. If you I said, got okay, facts on if, you, if what you saying is bullshit, why should I respond to it? Yeah. yeah. In, yeah. in the back of my mind, that I think. One in the back of my mind, I'm thinking like, man, look, if you a president, you know what I'm saying, right? You privy to a lot of shit that has gone on in American history in regards to all races, but mostly mm. black. And you as a black man should have some type of you know um, 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 stance on a lot of stuff that has happened to us but now that you out of office you know what I'm saying you falling back and you just like playing you vacation nigga nigga stressed out I think I think this is the part this, look, this nigga is so impassioned about it he dropped his beer I think this is the part we forget about with Obama per se Okay. At the end of the day, they're all politicians. Okay, they all got their own political agendas, yeah. Yeah, and they're gonna true. follow those. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? So we 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 forget that with him because we look at the skin, his skin tone. You okay. know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. And we thinking, okay, well, we gonna get reparations. We gonna he gonna do this for us. He gonna do that for us. And it's like, no. At the end of the day. He still had a political agenda he went and fulfilled. Mm-hmm. He doesn't feel the need to talk to Trump because hey. They put Trump in office. That's who they wanted. Was, I there. don't think he fulfilled it, though. You know what I, I'm saying? And that's that. I think he, he didn't was, feel what he didn't fulfill his his. I don't think he fulfilled his obligations that he wanted to do. No, I disagree with that because every single thing he wanted to carry out, he carried out. I'm not with the LGBT community, he looked out for them one hundred thousand percent. Okay, I'm, I'm so on a different scale. That's that's one thing. But he, we're thinking, okay, because he's black. He gonna go ahead and you know what I'm saying. And take I, care. I, of I take that. I don't, I don't mean to say fuck him. You know what I'm saying? Because I do respect. I really do respect Barack Obama. You know right. Right. I have less respect. For no, Trump you just frustrated. It's, it's understandable. I'm just frustrated. Yeah. yeah. Whole... I thought I had of it. I look at it like this. Most presidents, when they become president, are usually in their late 60s to their 70s. Mm-hmm. He became president way too young, and he was still at the point when he was still a community organizer the not too long before he became president. Mm-hmm. He didn't fulfill the things that he would have done for Chicago because he was never in that position long enough. But he you got elected fucking way yeah, too fast. Yeah. He was ahead point. of his time. It was just like it happened just like that. Even he, he said it prior to like I'm not running for president. They want me. Mm. <laughs> That's how it was like. He did that little speech he did at the uh, presidential inauguration. Not mm. the inauguration. Was it the inauguration or was it the? It's about the primary. The convention. Uh, the Democratic yeah, convention. Uh, he did yeah. And everybody's yeah. like, "Yo, that's that nigga." <laughs> but the same time, <laughs> at, the, at that age, he would have been thirty-seven. Mm. Yeah, that's really young. But I mean, again, he though, just turned fifty, right? But again, though, he he went up. into a system. Uh-huh. The system didn't change just because but, he's younger. The system is an age-old system that's, that's but, been flawed. But different. Yeah. That's the thing. But when you step into like, you have a better way of affecting a community on a local level than you do on a presidential level. A presidential level is different. No different than what you want to say. Like Kennedy, I'm not saying he was for blacks, mm-hmm. but I'm sure he wanted to stop the shit that was happening in, happening in Selma. Mm-hmm. But you saw her on the phone with the phone call. Like, yeah, I would like to stop that, but I just can't do it because I'm the president. It's the age-old system. That's what I'm saying. He had to call there, and he had to call and mm-hmm. talk to Bull Connor, mm-hmm. who was who? The fucking mayor or the governor of Selma. Where yeah. the fuck that shit was at? Yeah. He's trying to get hit. up like, yo, stop being so fucking racist. But you know, so he can't get through to him because he's down south. That's just his way. That's his way, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. But that's still a local level. Look how that local level affected the people of that community. He didn't get a chance to help us on a local level because he was out of here so fast. He was a junior congressman, senator. He was senator for like three fucking years. Yep. If that, yeah. before he just shot off the president. That was and that. But you can't blame him for that. That's his charisma. He, that he, he had a he had a meteoric rise for a reason. Like, but, like, but I look like this. But his next, he had he was president for eight years. Okay, mm-hmm. he just got out of office. President Trump been president for a year. Mm-hmm. Let him chill for a year. Like, goddamn, it was eight years of me dealing with this Thank shit. Thank you. Can I get a vacation? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't gonna play golf like Trump here every fucking week. That's what Maybe I'm get a chill period. Right, right, I'll right. Come back to you. So right. Right. Do, okay, do you see how stressed out Obama was? Yeah. Thank you. Like, he went from black you saw my to You see him age. Like, look at him throughout the years. You see my man literally age. I, mean, I think I, that he'll be a better stress on in the face. The calls. I'm curious to see what he does, and he after. can come back okay, and really speak on it. Just, just sit back and just wait a little while. Let the movie play out. Let the movie play out. Because you don't want nobody all that backlash, motherfuckers telling you about your kids and shit. Yeah. Nah, yeah. fuck that. We're not waiting on nobody. Do it yourself. You can't. That's what. I was about to say that too. Yeah. Do it yourself. If you're looking for the great white, great great white, but the great black savior, I'm not looking for no savior. That's that's the problem. A lot of people, bro. That's the problem. We looking for one person. To do yeah, shit. Yeah, they gonna end up killing that motherfucker at some point, just like they yeah. them, You know what I'm saying? Because that's how you know he ain't a real threat. That's why he would go to zip lining and shit. We do this shit for y'all. Kill me. <laughs> I want to zip line before I die. <laughs> That's how you know he ain't a real threat. Let me let me let me ask because I got a couple. I want to bring it back to the design because we didn't got real political. <laughs> yeah, we tend to do sure. that on our podcast. So a day in the life of you as a designer. Mm-hmm. I like a week. Do a you? Week. Do you? Yeah. Oh, you can say a week. Uh, that, that works too. She might have one day you know do shit. When you guys are you like <laughs> coming up with these ideas, or are they saying, "Hey, Ellen, we need, we have this idea. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about it? How could you? Pre-? You know what I'm saying? How does that go? Okay. Um, two things. So I'll talk about like what I do with leaders, and then like what I do outside. Mm-hmm. So at leaders, you know, I work really closely with Diego, um, my boss. Um, he's like this crazy like historian he's been around through everything he knows everything about sneakers mm-hmm. and like we go back and forth like he has an idea and I can like sketch it out like, mm-hmm. within the day so there's you know that going on which is really cool we have like a great bond and everything um, and that's how we get things produced so quickly and mm-hmm. um, like I guess really well because like he has like all the historic backside and everything like mm-hmm. hey we have to release this because we have to go back to the original leaders you know um so that's what i do at leaders um and then outside and also leaders actually helps me with this um i get a lot of freelance from people like coming in um to be like hey i need a design like i I, like they will go up to my my bosses like hey I need a design like who can I get and they'll always refer me so I would help all these different people out like okay you need a shirt design you need a logo you need like a book cover so I do a lot like it's been crazy with freelance right now mm-hmm. because so many people has been have been like asking me about designs and so like like this industry that I'm in is super fast paced like we have to release like a like three to four designs of leaders mm-hmm. like every what three weeks and then i have freelance which is like even more intense because like you know individuals are on their own uh, agenda so i right. have to like finish the t-shirt design by friday like uh this book cover by like next week or whatever so um, okay yeah. so you had um is there other people that in your same position that you have to like okay you you got you got three you gotta do three you you, you in competition with anybody in, in, in at leaders <laughs> <laughs> um not really i mean we have like other workers like trey's helping me design some of the times um but like right now i'm like i i guess i'm considered as a head graphic designer so i have to you know basically do everything um but we do have other collab collabs with people like we had a recent collab with Lollapalooza and but light mm-hmm. with brandon brew he did um he did Chance's album art 
So okay. he made. Well, actually, we actually know him. We know uh, Juan Sanchez. He's working at Nike with us. Oh yeah. Just his friend when they did the uh, clothing line. They did. What was it? Oh yeah. Well, well, we know Juan. Yeah. Little yeah. head Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> little head Sanchez. He was the only guy that was trying to get the size eight besides myself on any shoe. So <laughs> that was my main competition at Nike whenever man, it was the shoe like I wanted. Oh boy, from a scary movie, man. I like that from dude with Burger King commercial. Got these little hands. Eat that Burger King waffle. Hands about this damn big. Yeah. Wow. That's dope, man. Do you are you are you ever like overwhelmed or your week's pretty pretty much like cool? You know what I'm saying? You don't like have too much stress. Um. I like I like this like hustle. Yeah. To be honest, I like you know be on my feet doing so, like stuff. Like in the back. So it's it's a <laughs> so it's a team or it's primarily you. Um, it's a team. You know, okay. like I I just do design. Corey's like the business guy. You know. No, no, no. I mean, like with the designing, oh, like designs? yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> but we do have like you know, like I was saying, we do have people coming to us for designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, f- that they design. For example, we're doing a pop up in Haiti. Uh right now wow. and like a yeah, guy I saw it on Facebook I was friends with I saw the people. Africa stuff the Africa stuff was dope when you guys were uh, yeah. the Africa shirts you just released a couple months back yeah. yeah like I think Zeph did those designs but yeah we have like people doing like little capsules for us so that that helps me out a lot like I don't okay. have to do like everything you know there's like people coming to us asking to do like collaboration so it's it's a really good setting okay and hey, what was the art show about that you did in Hyde Park oh okay so <laughs> yeah we did some research we're not too just dysfunctional um, yeah so see this is last year um i i always wanted to have an art show you know mm-hmm. like i went to art school because of my paintings mm-hmm. um like i didn't know much about design until i i dabbled a little bit in high school but i didn't like learn it mm-hmm. for real until you know college so you know, my whole life I've just been like a painter and drawer. So I wanted to have an art show, but I had no idea how to do it. And that's where leaders came in. Like they gave me all the opportunities that I need, like all the connections I need. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, we were doing this co- collaboration shirt with uh, the Silver Room on Fifty mm-hmm. Third Street, and so. Um, you know, I was designing the shirts and everything, and I got to know Eric, the owner there. So I went to the silver room to check out the space. I'm like, wow, people have art shows here. <laughs> like, I should I should ask him about this. And so, like, I showed him all the designs I got. And then at, at the end, I was like, hey, Eric, uh, I was wondering if I could do an art show here. He was like, yeah, sure. Well, you can do it anytime. And it was like, whoa, it's that easy to just, like, create an art show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, like... Uh, the the traditional way is to go to a gallery, you know, show your portfolio. Um, they get ten percent, twenty percent of your profit, and everything mm. is really mm. selective and hard to get into, like a snobby gallery. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just do guerrilla style. I'm gonna have my own art show and like, like either uh, brands, venue spaces, whatever. Let's just go. So then. I was like, okay, October 15, I'm going to have an art show. Mm-hmm. So I was just painting all of these, like, different pieces um, until, like, a week before where I had to, like, photograph and document everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you used to your cards on the table before you had some shit packed up. I had I had few pieces. I just <laughs> need to, like, do the Fill the room up? <laughs> yeah, basically. I was like, oh, this is a big space. Um, yeah, and I had a piece I was working on that was really meaningful to me. It was a... Um, that I was working on... Um, is my dad and his sister 
is a portrait of my dad, his sister, his brother during the Cultural Revolution in China. It was uh, this is in 1964. It was like the biggest starvation period in China, mm-hmm. and I want to capture that. And the whole art show is based on me being Asian American. I call it ABC American Born Chinese. Oh, so awesome. yeah. nice. So I, like I wanted to you better coin that phrase for somebody to take it from you. Yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> the copyright going. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, but I wanted to give a voice to Asian Americans. I wanted to tell you know our story because it's so unique and not a lot of people hear. Mm-hmm. Like you know, our, my parents went through the Cultural Revolution. My dad was forced into labor, like a, basically a labor camp, mm-hmm. um, when he was a kid, and got out of that. And oh, my mom. So my mom was a little bit young, but she was really good at basketball. And that's what was going for her to get her out of like all the labor stuff so she mm-hmm. can work into work at a factory, which is way more way better conditions than like working at like a labor camp. Right. Because of her skill of basketball, which is really cool. Yeah. Um Yeah, and so like because of that and then um them immigrating to the US is super hard. You know, like they don't, they didn't know the people, they didn't know the language here. So mm-hmm. I want to talk about that for my art show. Oh, that's dope. Nice, that's nice. Dope. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. And you also did like help, you know, help what you like. I also would help with a, I don't want to say his name wrong, but Hebrew. Oh, Hebrew. yeah. <laughs> talking about a Brindley or whatever. Like no, everybody know like the Flyboy. Yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, like, like there's like a real big deal, real big thing here in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I basically Brindley. work with every big black. So let me let me ask. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when it when it comes to when like if somebody says, all right, how do I get to not necessarily where you are, but mm-hmm. like in a space where I'm collaborating with these different people, do you say it's equal parts uh skill obviously and like connections like it's mm-hmm. not all, always what you know but who you know do you feel like you have some of that came into play as far as like how you end up getting with leaders and the opportunities with like hebrew or is it just this is my portfolio this is what i can do uh let's work okay so Okay, I, I guess I can talk about how I got into leaders. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Now, I don't want you to say anything that, you know, uh, might, might mess up your a, political connects. No, it's a pretty good story. Okay. <laughs> a lot of people ask me about it. Um, so, when Chance dropped his coloring book album, okay. I, I was like, you know what? I should make a physical coloring book for the album. Like, each page uh, be an illustration dedicated to a song on the album. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Yeah, so I like worked really hard for like about two weeks on it. I printed it out. It looked it was a physical book, mm-hmm. um, and I knew Leaders was affiliated with Chance. <laughs> and I've been trying to. I wanted to work there since high school. To mm-hmm. be honest, uh, in high school I met Diego, and we were starting to do a skateboard design, but never really went through. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? Let me go again. Let me try again. <laughs> Let me see if they would like help me out. So I took this book and i went to the store mm-hmm. that's when i met Corey, and i was like hey i introduced myself i'm ellen i'm a graphic designer i made this book you might find it cool i was wondering if you could help sell it or something or help promote it um and so i showed it to him and he was like wow this is really cool mm-hmm. um i'm sorry we can't sell it because of legal issues but do you want to work here instead and like 
Hell yeah, right. I do. Like, <laughs> I've been trying to do this in high school. That's what's up. Yeah, so, um, and then he was like, all right, um, I'm going to give you a test. Uh, here are all the, he sent me an email, like, here are all the logos of leaders. I want you to design a shirt, whatever you want, and show it to me when you come back. So I went straight home. I designed, like, four different shirts with, like, five different colorways, and I mm. came back the next day. And I was like, and I printed it out and everything, made it look really good. And I was like, here you go. Like, here's all the stuff I came up with. And he was like, whoa, you're super fast. <laughs> like, how, how did you do that? That was like 24 hours. And I'm like, yeah, I'm really dedicated. <laughs> like, yeah. this is this is big. He's like, okay, you can work for us now. <laughs> yeah, and that's basically what's going for me. Um, I'm super fast with my designs, and mm-hmm. that's uh, helped out. You know, the store, like uh, you know, collaborations, freelance, all that stuff. Um, yeah. So then he, you know, like a few months passed, and Chance's dad was having a retirement party. So mm-hmm. Chance's dad is like a huge figure in Chicago. He. Um, worked for obama and then Rahm emmanuel mm-hmm. so then he so my so corey <laughs> took the book um went to the party saw a chance there was like mm-hmm. hey my graphic designer made you a coloring book mm-hmm. he ran so corey ran to the car got my book ran back gave it to chance and chance i was like oh my god this is so cool mm-hmm. like i want to commission her to do something mm-hmm. and then a week later uh, later pass and Chance was selling his tickets for um, was it like the huge concert he had sold oh, field. at Socks Park. The, the one at Socks yeah. uh, White Park. Park. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Socks Park. Okay. I mean, what is so, you? What is it officially? USA? It was USA. It's like something great rate now. Some yeah, shit some like that. Some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Some bullshit. It's a guaranteed rate field. Why do you know that? It's okay. Still Comiskey to me. <laughs> yeah, basically Comiskey. I call it Sox Park. I was definitely about to call it Comiskey. I was just like, I know they call it something else now. I got Comiskey niggas. Anyway, Southside, I fuck with. <laughs> yeah. So, um, where where was I? You were saying that he got the color book. He wanted to commission yeah. you to do it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So so then like he had these like secret sales and uh, he dropped off tickets at like different streetwear brands. Mm-hmm. So he dropped the tickets at Leaders, Fat Tiger, uh, Juggernaut, I think. And so he came by, right? And I was like so starstruck. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> it's Chance. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then so the day he came in, uh, my boss went to talk to him, right? And they talked for like five minutes. And after that, he introduced me and was like, hey, Chance, this is Ellen. She's our graphic designer, and she's the one who made you your coloring book. Mm-hmm. And I gave Chance like a huge hug, and I was like, yeah. thank you for being such a huge inspiration to you know Chicago kids and everything. Mm-hmm. And then like straight away, he went to business and was like, okay, I want to commission you to uh, draw a page out for my coloring book, his official coloring book release mm-hmm. that he was selling at the concert. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, sure, like... Yeah. <laughs> whatever right <laughs> whatever you want and so he like chose a page out of my book and was like okay i want this one so i like directly uh i emailed his people about it and he gave me a check nice, what happened. nice. Yeah. get in the bag it's all about yeah. getting yeah. the bag i do have a question though yeah like, what's up where did your passion for designing and art come from like well, did you just come up drawing <laughs> as a kid or yes and um so the Asian structure, you know, the home is super stressful. You know, everything's right. about like academia. Like you right. have to be a doctor, lawyer, whatever. Right. So one thing that I could do that like 
no one in my family could they're all doctors basically okay. doctors or lawyers so um was that i was able to draw and i was really good at it and it was the one thing that i could be different at and i was like you know what like i i think i can do this mm-hmm. so um um my mom saw that you know i had a talent for drawing and art mm-hmm. so she really pushed it was like you know what we can we can do this <laughs> like right. you're allowed to be an artist you can do it make an exception in the family <laughs> <laughs> well she was the exception she the played basketball the one outlier yeah exactly so um she was basically like yeah if you go to our school we fully support you mm-hmm. so that's, that's another cool. thing like my family was super open with the idea which a lot of you know asian kids parents aren't really mm-hmm. open to being creative gotcha. um yeah which is crazy because that's i feel like that's why we're not really um seen a lot in hollywood or anything Mm -hmm. there's just this whole stigma of like oh we're not doing anything academic then what are you doing with your life basically but but it's it's on the emergence though because like like he said the off the boat show and then Mm -hmm. you got a it's a couple of shows on viceland i can't remember the guy's name on viceland uh he had the show where he's basically going back to like I think he was going back to like Tokyo and like showing basically where to go there if you're a tourist. And then even in another uh, ethnic community, uh, uh, the Arabic community, mm-hmm. you got a lot of them that are hilarious. Like you wouldn't even oh, think yeah, of them sure. in that yeah. in that light. And then you go and you see what's his name An- Aziz? Aziz. I, I don't know Aziz. 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 Yeah, and he's fucking hilarious. Like you wouldn't the even. Was born in North Carolina. But see, this is what I'm saying, though. It, like she said, it's their cultures. Yeah. It's like, hey, you're either going to be a lawyer or a doctor. You know it's what the I'm same saying? With Africans, too. Though. So, when you get, exactly, that, too. But, you what know, you have. What are we supposed to be? Like our coach is basketball or rap. Oh, basketball yeah. or rap, yeah. Hey. They, nice receiver. Bad. That's what it is. Nice receiver. <laughs> yeah. You know it's a basketball or rap. That's you it. Just, you slam rocks on a wicked jump shot. That's it, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. some bullshit. But for real though, I wasn't good at either one. But the thing is, <laughs> I, I we're going to make this niche guy. <laughs> but the thing was, I was able to have something to show for. For mm. my parents, for like Corey, for all these people, you know? Right. Like I... I basically worked really hard in my field you know mm-hmm. like i was taught to be you know super hard working as a kid right, right. Gotcha. but i need a passion to put that into so i put right. everything into art and design mm-hmm. so I, I show my parents like hey i can do this like look at all my stuff that's how i was able to convince them and then mm-hmm. like to Corey, i was able to convince them of like i can design and i'm fast right and then like to chance as well and then and then because of leaders i was able to work with hebrew because of right. the name um i sent him a couple of you know photos of what i've done and everything now, so I, I've, I've i recently just started following hebrew like hebrew's awesome like i yeah, he's, I, I, yeah he's, he's just everywhere but like the fly boy i i really recently just came across that whole thing and i didn't really know too much about it but now it's just like damn it's like everywhere yeah, it's, it's just popping up like it's emerging like yeah for a while yeah yeah so i guess it's a it's a both um you know working hard mm. talent well not really talent just working hard having like a good body of work but also networking as well like mm. being able to put yourself in a good situation right and just and, capitalizing off of yeah it. and yeah. also i'm trying to be you know cool with everybody i mean like 
you know, no beef, <laughs> nothing. You got the whole Kanye West story, though, G. I think for this backdrop, you got to play that music in the background. Mike, nigga, what you doing? Get to Mike, yes. Ah, oh, damn, you got to have a Kanye West backdrop. Won't you raise your glass for me? Kanye is one of my biggest inspirations. I'm a huge Kanye So, like, you feel about the big-ass cuff in his pants when that reason picture? I seen a picture with him and it was him and uh what's that not not, not chance what's the other cat uh from Ohio Stanley Stanley K Cuddy K Cuddy K Cuddy has pants oh, like right here on some soccer mom shit. With his shirt tucked in. Cuddy, my guy, man. Cuddy, I love Cuddy. Yeah. Like All right, but Kanye had some like some faded black jeans, and they was like cuffed up to him. Yep. I think that's because it was like a forty lift. That's why. Huh? Yeah, he's probably like a forty lift. What's his name? Uh, I think he put a lot of his style. It's like a, like you trying to say you was a bum. Like you can make this shit as a bum, bro. Like, I think yeah, he take a lot of his shit from Cuddy. He can do it because he's Kanye West. You can't do that shit. Dude, you look crazy. crazy. I'm not trying to do it. I know, but I'm saying like you. I mean, like you as a regular person. Yeah. Like a regular person can't go outside with that big cup. Dressed like Kanye West. Because if that motherfucker walk up on you, you tucking your chain and you putting your money deep down in your pockets. Yeah. Like homeless. Dude, Kanye's been like a symbol of success. Yeah. Like, think about it with Adidas and everything. Like, he put Nike, like, running for the money, basically. But do you, but do you like the Yeezys, though? Like, do you like them? Or is that they Kanye? <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. I think they dropped the ball. I don't know anymore. <laughs> she can't, 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 she can but like I think that Kanye's shoe with Nike is better than Kanye's shoe with Adidas. But Adidas, the hype behind the but shoe. But just think of everything else he's bringing with it. You got motherfuckers like Pharrell coming into the yeah. flow. You got Pusha T coming into the flow. Yeah. He's bringing the more. And mm-hmm. you got Pharrell into into that type of flow with Adidas. Yeah, That's exactly. a whole different ball. Game. I just want Pharrell to like discover me because he's been discovering all the Asians. would be like you know <laughs> the perfect, <laughs> perfect, perfect situation. Back bathing eight. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, man, Chad, man. People sleep on Chad. <laughs> Chad is the dopest one. I was Mark Parker, though, and every time Adidas had a... Uh, I, I would work. be so bogus. Every time Adidas had a Yeezy coming out, I would Chris strike the red Octopus. Oh, what yeah. Would you be Nike Penny guy? Yeah, they got so much money. Like, yeah, that's how Penny I would be. Hold on, how much Nike stock now? $55. No, where it's been. Damn, I think about buying a few. few it doesn't move though. It don't move. But like, okay, the like, peak, the highest that Nike stock's been from the last five years, it was one eighteen. And, and and what was the cause of that? Going that was per share. That's one. That was right before the Olympics started. Yeah, it was the Olympics. This only time Nike stock changes is World Cup and some crazy Olympics. shit gotta happen. Yeah. But when we worked there, we used to get like thirty percent off on stocks. Boy, I had like 120 shares in that month. Yeah. <laughs> I lost about 10,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did lose money. Wow. I lost That's a crazy. lot of money That's when I didn't crazy. sell that shit, trying to be yeah. greedy, yeah. waiting on the stupid ass Olympics. That's, That's when they just. That's got what that. I was doing too. I waited on the Olympics. Nothing what happened. fucked us up was they just got the NFL contract. That's what jumped their shit up like yeah. that. They had like all that right the NBA contract. They just got the NBA contract, so it's going to jump. Yeah. So, so if it's at fifty five dollars right now, go buy a few shares. Yeah, that shit ain't gonna jump yeah. like that. But bro. you got to think about this is about to be the Winter Olympics. It's coming up. This Don't nobody watch winter. that shit. But you know it's who, pick it up. You know who dropped the ball for real? Under Armour dropped the ball for real because ain't nobody fucking with them Steph Curry's man. I don't think. Yeah. Under Armour. Yeah. If I was you, Under Armour times. No, not even that. Buy watch. Under Armour now. Watch. Under Armour. I'm, 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 I'm with you. 
How much they stock? I don't yeah, think it's right now. 30 but you know what Under Armour just got? MLB. Yep, just Sur- wait. No, searching on wait. your searching you on look, your phone, you'll be able to see what they right stock. I, I follow them. Yeah. They just got MLB. They have sixteen dollars right now. Sixteen dollars? Sixteen eighty. Shit. ASAP Rocky just got down with them to be like a, a creative collaborative that's, designer. That's what's wrong with what's people in stocks with the Who's the top? It's gonna be the MLB. They got they too much today. No, I'm just saying they're they're on the come up. They definitely on the come up. You you buy low, you sell when they hot. That's all stocks is. It's a fucking game. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said I lost about ten racks. I had one hundred twenty shares. I sold five of them shits. You had shares? You use that Nike? Yeah, I had one hundred twenty when when I was part time over twenty. Nigga, it was a wrap. I was like, hey, give me them. <laughs> I only had thirty, and that was only because of my, my Mark nah, Cohen told me how to do it. No, the minute I got part time over, I went to go talk to one person. Nigga set me up. Uh, Mark Juan did something for you? Yeah, that nigga I made the call personally. Yeah, Mark uh, Cohen helped me out. No, nah, nigga, I want. That's, that's why I was that, trying to get everybody else. To that's why you got that bipartisan uh, stance on on Mr. Argoyas because he helped you out. With I that. see him as different. Yeah, nigga, help me out. Shit, I just know about stuff. My OG put me on stuff. He made that call for you though. So that's shit. I was gonna go to my. Bro, come home, come home, talk man. The road on the he don't sell you on stocks because he had no cell phone. <laughs> That's cause bro wanna be ghost goddamn. Right, nigga ghost from power. Up, so where give give us some social media information. Where can we find you and all that good stuff? Okay. Um you can find me at the Ellen Ma on Instagram and Twitter. T H E E L L E N M A and my website at www.artofema.com A R T O F E M A dot com. Okay. Nice, okay. nice. You'll okay. be hearing from me. I have an idea. <laughs> I have another idea. I'm looking at this picture and I got an idea for something. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we Put appreciate you coming on the pod. Appreciate you coming on the pod. Like, share, subscribe. Episode 4. Review. 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 As always, somebody leave a review. Our reviews on the come up. So, hit us up at showingispigs at gmail.com. Any questions, concerns, anything, whatever, uh, criticism, all that. Hit us up. we see y'all next week. Peace. Yo, this is Rollo. You can find me on Twitter at Broke Nigga Ron Showing His Pigs. And on Instagram on the Showing His Pigs. What's up? This is Old Man Logan. Find me on IG at Old Man Logan 83. Find me on Twitter at Nomi Media Group. Catch me at Shotgun705, Twitter, IG, all the other good shit. Holla. What up, this Big Crown right here. You can follow me on Twitter at Big Crown Music, Instagram at Showbiz Pigs, Facebook at Ken Smith.